Hi, everybody. It's Donna Fox. Wow, finally here live. It's March 15th, 2015. We're starting a little early today, but um, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) I've, gosh, I've been like ill, and I don't know. It's like I got to really understand what's going on there. Uh, But I'm glad to be here. It's fun. And I am going to talk about manifestation. We're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And so for those of people who are new to uh, BBS Radio or new to my program, Akashic Wisdom, we're going to talk a little bit about the Akashic Records. Now, possibly you've never heard of the Akashic Records, but have you ever heard of Edgar Casey? Edgar Casey accessed the Akashic Records uh, to bring forth all of his information. So if you know of uh, Edgar Casey, he would, this is years ago, he would go into trance uh, and people would ask him questions and then here we go. It would go ahead and uh, they would translate or actually transcribe what he would say and he would not remember. He would be totally kind of out of body and um into the records and and uh, kind of wandering around and and answering the questions that the people would pose to him. My process is a bit different. Um, I don't go into trance. I am in full personality, and uh, and I am here and I'm in and it's a very much of a interactive kind of uh, exchange, if you will. Uh, and you'll be able to even call and ask questions. Um, I think that the girlfriends are, um, is still up on station two, but really this is Donna Fox because it's it's 8:59 in Ohio. But you can call in, okay, uh, and talk to me personally uh, at station two. And I'm looking for the number. I should have it written down, but don't you know, I'm not there. So you can call in. Uh, and uh, call in live at 888-429-5471 with your questions. So again, for the people who are not familiar with the Akashic Records, you're not sure what this is all about, the Akashic Records are the energetic recording of your soul's journey over every lifetime. So every thought, word, and deed are registered in the Akashic Records including your soul's intention for this lifetime. So if we're talking about, if you if you realize that everything on the planet is a matter of vibration and frequency, so uh, you, obviously your voice, so every spoken word has, it has um, the, uh, a vibration and frequency. Every um, action, you, as you move, has a vibration and frequency. And every thought also has a vibration and frequency. And so what we really want to do is understand how we can use our personal vibrations and frequencies to be able to not only bring forth information that we need from our Akashic Records, but also um, from a point of view that because everything is um, vibrational and frequency, we also have the ability to bring forth information and wisdom from other areas. So that's what we would want you to understand. So I access the records through a specific sacred prayer, and the prayer itself is a vibrational key. So what that means is every 
every word in the prayer is a vibrational key because it has vibration frequency. Every letter does. And it acts like a combination lock. And it unlocks the energy in it to be able to shift so that the information from the Akashic Records is, is available to me. Now, I'm not anybody's guru, and I don't want you to think that, gosh, I could never do that because you can. And what's important for you to understand is that everybody has the ability to access their Akashic Records. Now, I teach people how to, how to use the prayer and how to use the energy of the Akashic Records in their life. And I also um, do individual consultations, and that's what this show is about. This show is about you calling in and asking questions about your Akashic Records and getting the answers you need. So if that's of interest to you or if you've got a situation that you really want to get some insight from, then it would be important for you to really go ahead and and uh, call in. And if you'd like to call in, um, all I'll need is your current legal name, okay? And so your current legal name is all that I'm going to need. And uh, you don't even have to actually tell me your current legal name. If you give me your first name, last initial, if you give me the city, you know, or even just the state that you're calling from or the area, that's the vibration between your voice and my voice is a vibrational frequency. It's a vibrational connection. Now, if you're going to email me, you can certainly email me at info, I-N-F as in Frank O, at AkashicWisdom.com. Again, let me say that it's I. N F S and Frank O info at akashicwisdom dot com and you can email me your question. Now, if you want to email me your question, please include your current legal name. And I also like to know where where you're from, just because I love to see where all the people are listening from. So, it, the where you're from is is my curiosity, but your current legal name is the way to go when it comes to the records. So you can call in uh, or you can email your questions. Now, if in fact you're going to listen to this program, you're going to say, wow, I want a one-on-one consultation with Donna, then you can call me at my personal number, which is 216-691-1233. And you can, that's my personal voicemail. Uh, and if I'm at my desk, I'll pick up the phone. But What you want to do is you can call that number 24 hours a day and it will not disturb me. So let's say there's a burning question that you have and you say, I really want to talk to her um, and I want her to call me back as soon as possible, then call 216-691-1233 and I will return your call as soon as I can, as soon as I get that message and we'll set up an appointment and we'll talk. Okay? All right. So, So just for informational purposes um, there are there are ways of manifesting and then there's ways of manifesting I mean you have to know that you are a part of God now there's a lot of people that are not ready to receive that um, that information if you will they're not they're not ready to even claim that they are a part of god they're um 
so you're really going to want to know a little bit more about um, what is blocking you, for example, from wanting to have a relationship with God. And the other piece is you're also going to want to know what is what beliefs are you holding within you that says you cannot accept the fact that you are a part of God and in that purity. So if you're having or struggling with that, that would be the time to call in because we can get at your core issues. See, Akashic Record consultation is not like a, uh, um, a it's not fortune-telling, and it is not um, about telling the future so much as it is about helping you understand why certain things have happened in your life and it helps you understand how you can move forward on your path in a way that clears the blocks because when you understand what they are then you can choose whether you're whether you're ready to release them or not now i know that many people will say well donna you know of course i want to release these blocks why wouldn't i want to release these blocks well there's a part of you that wants to release the blocks and then there's another part that sometimes is afraid of the change uh, or afraid that they won't know how to handle success or they won't know what to do with that um, ability to feel empowered. So again, all of these things have to do with belief systems that we've kind of rolled in here with, um, not necessarily that we came from source with, but that we picked up along the way from when we were a kid and over the years, the belief systems that people had around us. We also picked up opinions of other people that affect our lives because we have adopted the opinions of other people about us, about a a person individually, that limits, okay, that limits our ability or motivation to move forward. And what the Akashic Records can do is help you understand where you got those beliefs and then make a decision on whether or not you really feel they're true. Because when you realize that you're living under somebody else's opinions rather than your own, and you realize that what their opinions are are really not true about you and they're not true now and they never have been and what you do realize is then what is true about you your whole um, focus and um, I'm waiting for the words here your whole whole attitude if you will shifts and you're able to move forward in a, in a whole different way so The work that I do with the Akashic Records is helping people find their center, helping people find their motivation, helping people get unstuck. And so that's why, and that's one of the reasons why I I actually do this program, because it's a form of service. Um, You're not charged for the telephone call. Long distance is free, as well as... The uh, few minutes we're going to be on the phone, there's no charge for that consultation. 
but we'll give you lots of insight. So if you'd like to call in with a question about anything, um, needs to be about you, because I can't open the records of other people without their permission. But as it relates to you, you can ask questions about other people as it relates to you. Um, you can call 888-429-5471. And I would be, my producer is right there on standing by. His name is Doug, and he's a wonderful guy. And he will go ahead and um, patch me right through to me, and we will talk, okay? Um, the other thing is, is that those underlying beliefs that we were talking about, those belief systems are what prevents us from actually manifesting what we truly want in life. I want you to consider that if you are thinking one way and your heart is operating from a different place and they're conflicting, you're... It, it's very easy for you to be at a standstill and be stuck. So if your heart says that you want to manifest a, a great career or, or a good job, let's just use that for example, um, but your mind says that you should be afraid that you shouldn't leave a good thing, that... Um, maybe your employer will find out if you put your resume out there. Uh, maybe, it, you know, it's um, there's really nothing out there for you, uh, but you're not really qualified for what you really want to do. I, there's, I'm not saying, and this all has to do, by the way, with nothing with truth. It has to do with your belief systems or um, any belief system that says you can't get what you want will cancel out what your heart wants. So if your mind is saying one thing and your heart is saying another, then you end up getting stuck and you can't move forward because the universe is not getting a clear signal. They're not getting a complete and whole vibration and frequency to work with because it's like... Um, the picture I'm being shown is someone on a unicycle, you know, one of those uh, where they're just balancing on one wheel and they go back and forth. That's what happens with, with your belief systems or your ability to manifest when your head says one thing and your heart says something else. And so what's really going to be important is for you to um, move forward and understand where your blocks are. And I think we have a question here. Okay. Okay. So we've got Joe, and thank you for including your um, your your current legal name. And if you want to, Joe, you can call in now that I have it. We can talk right on the phone if you'd like to. Um, and uh, Joe's question is he's wondering where his path is heading career relationships. So the idea here, Joe, has to do with, again, it's not about heading, it's about what you're wanting. So if you could call me and or even email me and let me know what your conflicts are there, uh, because the Akashic Records 
have so many possibilities and probabilities that it's going to be important for you to to be a little bit more specific with your question. And I love your questions, and I would love to talk to you or even just have an email exchange because when you're asking, you're wondering where your path is heading um, regarding a career. Um, we're going to try and answer that even without a... with. But if you could be a little bit more specific, that'd be great. Um because I'm actually getting something on that. So here's what's going on with your career. And feedback is really appreciated. So if I'm, you know, so if for some, because I never, never know what lifetime I'm in here. So regarding your career, what I'm, what I'm hearing now, I'm going to, this is when I say what I'm hearing, I'm hearing from the Akashic Records that not only are you at a, at a crossroads, but there is, um, it's it's not just one crossroad. It's it's like you have um, multiple opportunities and multiple talents in order to be able to move forward. It's almost like you want to almost even change careers. And so it's going to be really important for you to begin to get very clear about not only what you want, but who you really are. And it's time for you to actually stop listening to what other people tell you you should do and and really move into your heart about what you want to do. Because when you move into your heart about what you truly want to do, you can then begin to create a plan of how to accomplish it. So what you're being presented with right now is the opportunities that are there, but what you have to decide is are they going to fulfill you in in who you truly are? And that's going to be real important. And as a matter of fact, I really appreciate you asking that question because there's a lot of people who are listening that are actually experiencing that same thing. So what you want to do is journal out, like in a perfect world, what would your perfect job be? Just what would it actually be? What would your perfect job look like? What would it feel like? Etc. Because when you can understand that, um, when you can move into your your true self, it, it's. Um, It, it, it's almost like there's a spiritual calling here for you. So I'm I'm putting that out there. I'd love to get some feedback. Either you want to give a call at 888-429-5471 or you can just email me some uh, just feedback to let me know this is helpful to you. The reason that's important is because um, your feedback or anybody who calls in or or or, or 
emails, your feedback is helpful to what, to make sure that I know that what I'm getting for you is, like I said, in this lifetime. So love to, to uh, have you just respond. And what I'm also hearing regarding relationships, say, um, what they're telling, what I'm hearing, what they're telling me or telling you, if you will, is that regarding relationships, you have to trust your gut. I don't know what that means, but you have to trust your gut into the people that you want in your life, and you have to trust your gut as to who you truly trust. But part of this has to do with you trusting your own decisions. Sometimes the confusion is when you're when you're not when you're not used to trusting yourself. So what the recommendation is is rather than second guessing yourself, start moving into a space of of truly trusting your gut about the people around you and the people who you want around you. And hopefully that that will be helpful. But again, feel free to call in at 888-429-5471 or you can email me um, a little bit more. But I really appreciate your questions and hope that was helpful. So the other thing is, is, is we're talking about manifestation now. And we're talking about getting clear about communicating with our higher self, our our soul's intention, if you will, for this lifetime. And you have to understand that when we decide to incarnate into this lifetime, into the, onto this planet, it's for an experience. It's an experience of being constricted and the experience of learning how to expand. And I know that sounds a little tricky, but if you can think of uh, trying to... Uh, there's, a, there's, there's a song in um, Sound of Music of how do you hold a moonbeam moon in your hand, and they're talking about Maria. But, but the idea is, so how do you capture sunlight in a jar? How do you capture a moonbeam in your hand? And the reason that's what the reason they're saying that is because the soul, prior to coming into physicality on this planet, is is a wide energy that connects with other energies and creates light. And when we decide to be to incarnate it is literally for the experience of of constriction and learning how to move out of that constriction and expand our light on this planet it i want you to think about what's coming here is that it that when we incarnate we decide to play a very interesting game and the game is how how long will it take me to understand how to expand my my soul's intention on planet Earth. Now, I know that there are people out there that have had tough lives, 
And so what I would like to, and they're, and they're saying, what are you talking about? You know, expand my soul's intention. I've had nothing but crap all my life, and people have beat beat me down, and I, you know, I, I'm really in a bad way. So what are you talking about? So what's what? So for those people who have a question about what their life has been like, and why it's been so challenging, the the comment to you would be to to really become clear about what those challenges have taught you, not from a place of bitterness, but from a place of strength. Not again, not from a place of bitterness, but from a place of gratitude of growth, because we are never given challenges that number one we can't handle, and number two that we can't make better. No matter what the situation, there's always a way to shift your energy, to shift your attitude, so that you can shift your vibration to move forward and if you're curious about that and even if you disagree about that I truly encourage you to call 888-429-5471 and let's talk and that's going to be real important okay all right Um, so um, we have another we have another question and that's good. Um, this is from Bob. And Bob, I'm going to read the question. It says, I have a question pertaining to a dream I had years ago where I found myself in the lair of a white bear. I was afraid and tried to find a way to escape but could not. The bear was shimmering and luminescent white and paid no attention to me. After some time, I, sometime I rose up from the center of the mountain. We both were up in the... After some time, I rose up from the center of the mountain. We both were up in the air. As I looked down, I could see the light of the bear. As I rose rose higher over the mountains, I looked around and saw shimmering lights inside of many mountains before waking up. I recently told a Native woman about the dream. It was the first time I'd ever told anyone about it. She gasped, and she said her name was White Bear Woman. My question is, was, is, was that a dream? And if not, was the information I was to gain from that, what was the information I was to gain from that experience? Well, well Bob, first of all, it, it would, the, you kind of, did you gain any information from White Bear Woman? That would be number one question. Number two, that the dream that you had was highly spiritual, highly spiritual, and it was actually showing you your possibilities. It was showing you your your soul's possibilities. And so the reason why the bear paid no attention to you is because it was a part of you that you aren't paying attention to. So you have to look at what parts of you are you not acknowledging what spiritual gifts are you do you have that you aren't acknowledging or what spiritual um, con- 
connections are you not either furthering or nurturing? So your connection with the divine needs to be your number one focus at this point is what I'm hearing. You, it's really going to be very important for you to move into not only deeper into meditation, but also to, to really begin communicating with your own higher self to understand more about who you are and what your, your potentials are because you have much potential. And the reason why you uh, rose higher, okay, and we're looking over the mountains, what you were seeing, you saw the shimmering lights inside many mountains before waking up. The shimmering, the, that light inside of the mountains is, was the light of the divine. And each person is born with a spark of the divine. Some of us create mountains around it so we don't discover it. Others create the light to illuminate the mountains around us and within us that we have to climb, that we have to expand, that we have to develop. And so... The idea here is for you to really look at your life and see how you can expand your spark so you feel closer to the divine, so you feel safe with the divine, and so that you can begin to really start journaling your own answers so that you really know how empowered you are. And it's also going to be important, not only for you, Bob, but for everyone out there to understand that you you never walk alone. You're always with the divine. There is someone within the divine. There is a being that is always with you. I'm, and so I just want you to understand this. So I hope that's helpful. Um, we have Joe responding now with email, and, if, and with, I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says, yes, I am at a crossroads. I'm in a long-term financially stable career that I couldn't feel, couldn't feel less connected to. I am, all, I am also and have always been a songwriter, acclaimed locally uh, here, uh, and my natural self, since it was my natural, not women, it's always been a songwriter acclaimed locally here in New York, me at my natural self since I'm a child. I'm also spiritually awake, see things on the other side, and have a good psychic ability. I've raised two successful children. The older I get, the less I know. <laughs> That's for sure. I agree with you. Feel stuck, as you said. Thank you for your insight. So, Joe, I want to share something more with you. It's time for you to really take stock of what you truly want to do and go for what the satisfying piece is. If you feel that you have enough in the bank, and I'm hearing that you do, to be able to live your dream, it's time to do that. It's time to start writing about your spiritual experiences. It's time to start writing not only um, like 
books or essays or a blog, but it's also it's time to start writing spiritual music, not religious music, but music that honors and and expands the divine. And and really move into a space of that kind of expansion. You know, it's funny. One of the things I've always personally have always wanted to do is be a singer, and um, and I've I'd love to be able to be a, a, a singer of 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 expansion songs. So, but you need to find your outlet, and you need to find your um, your love to complete yourself. Clearly, you're at a situation now that hopefully that you're the only one that you have to worry about. Your kids are grown. They're successful. They don't need you if you're married. Um, hopefully, your your wife will encourage you in, in, in living your dream. And so it's going to be important, just as the records have said, for you to search your soul about what you truly want. Okay? Your long-term financially stable career doesn't need you anymore. You need you. And you need to be able to move into writing. It means also... um, And if you feel like doing consultations or readings, that's up to you. But I'm here. What I'm hearing is, it's almost like your psychic ability has less to do with people and more to do with, like the land or or helping or helping clear space, um, almost helping people create green spaces of environmentally pure spaces. I don't know. I have no idea what that means. Use it for whatever you need. Um, Do keep in touch and let me know how this works for you. It's a pleasure working with you through email. And I appreciate your time. So thank you very much. And feel free to respond. So... So we've got some great questions going on, ladies and gentlemen. And if you missed the email address, it's info, I-N-F as in Frank O, at AkashicWisdom.com. And your questions are welcome, as well as your calling in is welcome, because the vibration of the voice is also helpful to expand the information. Now, when I do an actual consultation with someone, it's it's a bit different, and it goes deeper, in the fact that when I'm, we're one-on-one, I open your personal Akashic records and we'll get a deeper um, deeper information based on your questions. You see, the consultations are based 100% on your questions. And so basically during a consultation, all I need to know is your current legal name and your question, and we can access that. So again, right now, I have the records open of myself as well as kind of a broader spectrum but and so the people who feel drawn to it will call in and I'm able to from a um not a deeper well from from a from a more uh, I'm hearing the words global sense are able to access their information because what their questions are 
are not just questions for themselves, but they're questions globally that can help everyone who's listening in one way or another. When you do an individual consultation, it, the focus is 100% on you and how to serve and support you. And so I do this not only with individuals, but I also do it with businesses. Um, so people who have are entrepreneurs and have a business they want to expand or employee issues. So what what I do is I open up the records of the owner or owners with their permission and the the um, records of the business because the business is an entity and it does have um, the ability to have records. Now, the other thing is, is I also open up the records of the land. So let's say you were trying to sell your house and you weren't sure what your house needed to be able to, to get sold, then you would, as the owner, you would merely give me your, the, the address and we would ask questions about various things with the house. Or if there is a, let's say that you had a lot, plot of land and you didn't, weren't sure what to do with it, we could open up the records of the land. And, I, and by the way, I, yes, I don't have to be on your land to be able to open this record. I can be here in Ohio and you can be wherever you are, and we can open up the records of the land because you are the caretaker. Same thing with animals. So animals also have Akashic records. And so many times, but you have to get your, your animal your your animal your pet's permission and if you are interested in that I can certainly help you and um understand how to get the permission of your of your wonderful companion that that uh you are a caretaker for so that's just some of the things you can do with the akashic records you know people um the akashic records are so vast and they have so many probabilities and possibilities that let's say you're an artist and you want to create a beautiful painting, let's say a healing painting, you can actually open your own personal Akashic records and ask that the master's teachers and loved ones of the Akashic records assist you in creating a painting that will be healing for, for those who, who view it. Same thing if a person is, creates jewelry. Um, they can infuse the jewelry with the energy of the Akashic Records uh, for more wisdom or heart opening or whatever it is that you want to bring forward that is a part of the divine and loving. Um, if you are an actor, you can actually open up your Akashic Records and read the scripts that you are, that you're, um, let's say, auditioning for and understanding what the author or their playwright or the screenwriter wanted from that character so that you can in, 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 imbue it and you can give a better audition. Um, let's say you're a writer and you sometimes run into writing, writer's block, which happens to lots of folks, not at all unusual. You can open your Akashic Records to help you move forward um, from your from your writer's block. So those are just a couple of things that you might want to listen to or might want to um, experiment with. If you're a parent, for example, even though you're not going to open up the, your, your, the records of your children under the age of 18, you can open up your own personal Akashic records and ask how you can best serve your children. 
so multiple uses, teachers open up the Akashic, their own Akashic records and see how they can best serve their students. Business owners open up their Akashic records to see how they can best serve their um, their employees or their business or or their um, marketing, if you will, or how they can increase their bottom line. And so what will happen is they will get, when somebody opens up their records, it's about hearing, allow, it's first of all, it's about allowing the information to come forward. And we recommend you write it down because if you just think it, 10 minutes after you've opened your records and, and closed your records, you really won't remember exactly what was said to you. So it's always important to, to write it down. And so that's why people take an Akashic Records workshop. Uh, and I'm in Ohio, uh, and they come to Ohio for the the, the, the workshop. And uh, it's two days to learn how to open up your own personal Akashic Records. And... Uh, and again, if you're curious about it, if you would like information, more information about the Akashic Records, I'm happy to email it to you. Again, it's info, I-N-F as in Franco, at AkashicWisdom.com. So I'm going to give the phone number again. love to hear from somebody. Uh, 888-429-5471. And you can certainly call in and would love to hear from you. Okay? Um, so... There, are, to just kind of give you an idea, uh, is that I actually created a CD called "Remembering Your Magnificence," and um, I'm about I'm I've been out of of copies, and I'm getting copies next week actually, and so um, it came forth from the Akashic Records. It was created from the Akashic Records. I had my Akashic Records open, and I asked the question of what is my next step in service to humanity? And they downloaded the the text, if you will, or the the yeah the text the text for the um, the dialogue, if you will, for the, for the CD. And the CD is all about helping you remember your own personal magnificence. It's about helping you feel totally and completely embraced in the love of the divine. It's about hearing all the things you wanted to hear as a child but didn't. Um, not about blaming parents. It's about enhancing your viewpoint of who you are. And so, uh, the I had no idea how to create this, this DD. Okay, thank you. I had no idea how to create this... Um, CD, but the master's teachers love the uh, loved ones of the Akashic Records walk me right through it. So now we have Bob on the line. Hello, Bob. Welcome to Akashic Wisdom. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Donna? Good. Good to hear from you. I'm glad to, to hear from you. I haven't spoken to you in about a year. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so, I was the one who sent in the question about the white bearer. The yeah, time. I know. <laughs> I was just explaining for the audience if they're listening. <laughs> so, oh, yes, um, okay, that's right. <laughs> so uh, I did not know that that was uh, pertained to my spiritual uh, part of me because in the past, in real life, I had had scary encounters with bears 
because I had uh, gone up to Alaska and lived in a tent for three summers, helping to pay my way through college. And uh, one time I even got knocked over by a bear okay. while I was in my tent. <laughs> so <laughs> I had had nightmares about bears for six months after that experience. Sure. And I had always been kind of skittish because I would take trips and go camping in the back country in grizzly bear country and with other bears. So when I had that dream, I thought that it was uh, a spiritual entity, but not me, and that it had to do with bears of some sort, maybe the essence of a bear. And I thought it was there to like heal me from that experience because I was at first afraid in that lair. I was looking for a way to escape. I couldn't. So I was cowering in the back, and the bear didn't pay any attention to me. I began to relax, and then I rose up. Right. And that's how I interpreted it. There was some sort of a healing. and But then when I rose up, I could see those lights all around. Like, oh, wow, there's probably spirits of other animals. Uh-huh. But those, you said those lights were what? The lights were, were the were the essence of other people. The, the, the symbology, mouth. the symbology that was there, is it's not only just animals, but that that as we incarnate, the we create mountains around us from our belief systems, and the light that is within us is is about to be ex, needs to be expanded. It's very interesting that you you wrote in about that dream because it really was partnering very well with what was being said earlier about discovering it seems the to light happen that you. Think- yeah. Right, the synchronicities. Uh-huh. And also, too, I had never, I, I mean, I had that dream years ago. And I had, for whatever reason, I had uh, met this one Indian or Native woman, and I had told her about it. And then when I did, of course, she said her name. She went, oh, and she said her name was White Bear Wolf. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, I, there's something more to this, and that's why I asked Well, about what else dream. did you say? What else? What other conversation did you have with her? I mean, so so he, so the, here's the, the question. I had actually is, written it down uh, because we were uh, typing in a chat for a different uh, spiritual thing. Another person who actually reads the Akashic Records, who's a, uh, a galactic historian. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, uh, Andrew Bartz. He's actually from Cleveland as well. Actually, I haven't. <laughs> you should look into him. I think you'd find him extremely, extremely interesting. It's Okay. He approaches the Akashic from a sacred neutral, where he reads the Akashic of not only this galaxy, but like 20,000 other ones. It's amazing, completely okay. amazing. But how does but, it help um, you in the here and now? Well, that was how I had the conversation. I was trying to remember what the rest of the conversation was, sir, and now okay. I'm drawing a blank. Sure. But, um, yeah, that's how I had interpreted it, though, at the time. So, yeah, that, that was very interesting. But uh, I have another question unrelated to that one. Okay. Uh, and I, now, since I had misinterpreted that dream, I had other ones that that obviously probably were not dreams. So, but well, anyways, this other dream I had, I was it was a summertime, a long not that long ago, but long, uh, still pretty long ago. At least when did you have this ago. dream? This one that I'm talking about now. Uh-huh. About seven years ago or so. Oh, okay. And uh, th- that was before I started to wake up spiritually, so I didn't know anything about anything at that time, really. And I had this dream where there was a bean outside of my apartment, and it was summertime, so I was sleeping on the couch because I would leave the sliding door open with a screen and have a fan going to bring in cool air. Uh And 
for some reason, it was a non-human, and I knew it was, and it was in a full spacesuit with a helmet, and I knew he was angry at me for some reason. So I kind of sunk down on the couch in my dream while I was still asleep, and he got angry and picked up a rock, threw it at the side of my apartment, and it cracked with such a loud force that it shook the not only my apartment building, but all the way down, like two or three other apartment buildings. And I could feel the people in there, like, almost started to stir and wake up. And I was, like, telling them telepathically, like, knock it off. You're going to wake everybody up. Like, go away. Kind of like, and then I woke up. And I was like, because this is before I had any sort of spiritual awakening. I, I woke up. I go, God, that was a strange dream. Two days later, I'm in my apartment, and they're, they're mowing the lawn outside. And right below my window, it's like a little kitty catty corner. And they go in there, and they spend a lot of time, and there's a lot of smoke, and it, the, the smell of a two-stroke engine comes up, and I don't like it. So I go ahead, and I close the window. And I went back. I was on my computer, and all of a sudden, I heard this loud crack against my window, and I'm like, oh, my God, a rock got kicked up by the lawnmower and broke my window. Wow. Sure enough, I go I, sure enough, I go to my window because I'm up on the second floor. And there's no way in hell, I mean, the trajectory of a rock going from the lawnmower up there, it would have been almost virtually impossible. But if you factor in I had a dream about this alien throwing a rock at my apartment two days before that, it would be beyond astronomical. In, at that time, I wasn't spiritually awake, but even I realized something's going on here. And I actually told somebody about it, and they just looked at me kind of like, that's strange. But they didn't have anything to give to me. So the question is, obviously, that wasn't a dream. I know that. But what was that? Because I didn't, I didn't even know how to interpret it at the time. It's about you waking up. But what's the symbolism of this alien and him being angry and throwing a rock? And Well, the, it... The, how do you know he was angry at you? Well, he was, I could feel it. I, I knew it in the dream even. He he was mad. He picked up the rock and threw it against the... So the idea here is is that you have to interpret your, your dream without anybody else's opinion on this one. Now, I, but we're, here are the questions that we would like you to consider. Seven years ago, what part of you was not awake and needed to be awake and it was overdue? Well, I was this different paranormal things were happening around me. I knew that something was going on, but it wasn't I was more frustrated than anything because I couldn't figure out what was going on. But that dream you, was something that was new to me. But here here what's being said. That was seven years ago. The dream, the symbology of the dream was that you needed to wake up. Obviously, in the last seven years, you have, right? It's from that point in time, yes. Yeah. And so the reality is, is that it was about you waking up because there was a part of you that needed to be awakened and for whatever reason wasn't. And so what's being said here is it happened seven years ago. It, 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 was, it was really confirmed by the, by the rock hitting your window that so you'd realized it was really meaningful. The idea here is that you've expanded yourself spiritually, and it also means that the stuff that was happening around you paranormally was something that instead of 
uh, what they're suggesting is that when something, what appears to be strange to you or not logical or um, coincidental, it's really about you moving into your own beingness, your higher self. You have so much information within you, Bob that it's, it's really, really time for you to move into your own beingness for your own information. We've told you this before. So the question they have for you is, what have you done about it? The last time I called you up was in March of last year, about a year ago, actually. Okay. And I'd had, um, I don't remember what I called in about, but uh, that was basically the same thing. as like, what do you want to do as far as making a connection? Because at that time, it was yeah. about with ET. So believe it or not, the very next week, I was concentrating on that. And I had taken a walk in the morning. And for some reason, I had changed my path. Like I, was, I just turned my heels and went down this one path that I never took that route before. And... Out of the corner of my eye, I saw what I thought was an owl. I've lived in the West for 31 years. I've never seen an owl out West in any of the five states I've lived. And uh, I thought, is, was that an owl? And so I went walking down, and sure enough, there was an owl, which would have been pretty significant to me no matter what the spiritual connection, uh, even if there was none. So I stood there, and I was like just trying to, to get something from this owl or trying to get something from the experience. And the owl went down from the tree, and it looked like I was going to hit the ground, but they have this large wingspan, and it evened out, and it came right towards my face, and then it flapped its wings once, and it went about three feet above my head. And then it just kept rising about 12 feet, and then it went away. And I'm like, okay, obviously this is pretty significant no matter what. So I finished my walk, I got, went home, and at that time there's a... But, the radio program that used to be on on BBS on Station Two on Sundays in the morning before, long before yours was was uh, with 100th Monkey Show with Tom and Ramon, and so I turned, uh, I went to the YouTube because I always would load up their their videos of the week on that day on Sunday. So I went to listen, and they had someone on, and they were talking about the the spiritual connection that people have with owls and ETs. I go, okay. I mean, that was a major confirmation. I was going to go ahead and try to call you uh, back or the next week, but then it kept missing and everything else. So, but, and I'm like, okay. And I kept trying to find some connection with that, and I just couldn't. Well, when you say you tried, what did you do? Well, that's the thing. I don't know what to do. It's like that's not true. No, please understand. No, no, you do. have to listen to me. This is really they're very adamant about this. You have to look at the pattern in your life, Bob, of of the excuses that you say I don't know how to do this, and the reality is you do. And the other piece is if you truly don't know how to connect with that your higher self, the internet is just a myriad of of ways to connect with your higher self to get deeper into your knowingness. So the idea here is you cannot use the excuse of, I don't know how to do this. You just merely have to go to a library. And there's many books on this. 
you can go to the Internet and put in Connecting with Higher Self. And there's free stuff. You can go to the YouTube and put in Connect with the higher, My Higher Self. And, and, I mean, there are thousands of ways that you can find to connect to your higher self. And if, in fact, that is something that you still don't know how to do, then it's about meditation and journaling and opening your heart and being willing to know yourself. Now, if that's hard for you, then there's a core issue that needs to be cleared. And if, in fact, that's some, that core issue needs to be cleared about why you're afraid to uh, or you're, can, you're hesitant to move into your knowing your higher self, then that's what we would do during a consultation of finding what that core issue is. But but the idea here is is that you you've been having these various experiences kind of like knocking on your door saying, hello, hello, wake up, please. Hello, we'd like to communicate with you. Hello. And it's it's almost like, <laughs> here's what they're showing me. They're showing me that you go to the door and the, the, the request is right in front of you and it's eye level, just a little bit below eye level of you. And you're looking up, you're looking around, you're looking down, and it's standing right in front of you. And you're saying, I can't see it. I don't know what's going on. So the question is, is where, what's going on that you want to or you feel um, uh, hesitant to go deeper? Well, <clears throat> well there's, there's fear, obviously. Of what? When you have a direct connection, when there's no filter then it becomes real. It becomes more real than real. It's not like um, even a paranormal experience or anything like that. It's more real than that, even. We're not talking and about a connection with the, with the aliens. We're talking about a connection with your higher self and the divine. Well, what was... I had the voice in my head right before I... Well, I guess I did wake up, or right before I woke up. And they... Whoever they are, I'm assuming they're, I just call them my guys. Now, is that a part of me that is a higher aspect, or if that's the If it's metaphor? loving. Your, your guidance and your higher self and your inner being is your divine connection, and it is always loving. It will never put fear into you unless there's something that you have to avoid. And they, they will warn you. But the reality is, it's always loving. So there's never, ever a communication that says, you should have, you didn't, why didn't you? Uh, and there's never anger. Because no, there's no, no that judgment. Was not, that, was not the, that was not what was said. It was basically saying that he has to make a choice. Who would have to make a choice? They were not me, obviously. It yeah, well, yeah. Before I woke do. up, I could hear it. And, uh, but they don't ever talk. I've, I've never had a direct, like, talking to me. It's always like somebody there talking about me around me. Then what do you do when you hear that? Well, that was the first time I'd ever had an experience like that, and it scared me to death. 
So it's never happened again? No. Okay. So if you are really... Not like that. Okay. So if if you have that experience, then what's going to be very important for you is to be very verbal and say, hey, you guys, I'm over here. You have to talk to me. Okay. Okay, so you need to ask for what you want and need, and you and you need to ask for help. Okay? And that's the whole idea of connecting with the divine is about moving into your own personal center, which is love-based. Right, and so when you asked me what I was doing, I thought it would be organic, that it would be... No, it didn't fold for me. Okay. No, because you okay. you have to ask. All right. And you have to be, and you have to open your heart, and come from a place of love and gratitude. And so, when you have a an experience that is, let's say, unexplainable, you have to move into a very very um, quiet and peaceful part of you, and say. Why are you sh- why are you showing me this at this time? What do I need? That's, to- I was, that's what I thought I was trying to do with the owl, and I couldn't get anything. And you said that they were like, "Well, you goes right in front of you." But well, but the thing is, is, is that you have to literally ask the question. You have to literally be present enough to say, "Thank you for this information." What? What would you like me to learn from this? Okay. So so it's really about you becoming an active participant in in you moving forward on your path to connect with the divine. And it's and and it doesn't ever have to be a you don't ever have to be afraid. You're not, it's not you're not going to get more than you need. All right. If you I want to continue well, to ask questions, if you get stuff and you don't understand it, you continue to ask why. Or if I don't understand what you're saying, please define this for me. Um, I don't. Please understand. Help me go deeper. You, you need to be an active participant in your journaling. All right. I had one other question that didn't seem to be as much spiritual. It seemed to be where I had traveled out of my body and I was actually with another being and I was doing something. And I remembered right before I woke up, it seemed as though I was in like a hangar and it wasn't just a regular hangar. It was an enormous... And how long ago was this? This was before the window the dream, I believe, and after the bear dream. The bear dream happened like the first month, or, well, a couple months after I moved to Colorado in 1998, back to Colorado in 98. So this maybe would have been around 2000. No, 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 I'm sorry. This would have been longer than that. It would have been about 2005. I guess it was about seven years ago, right around the time of the, the window-breaking dream. But I was in this hangar. It was enormous. It was in a there was virtually like nobody in there except for me and this other guy. And we're trying to race back to it seemed like to get back into my body before I woke up. And the guy's like panicking and I'm panicking and we're trying to catch some sort of a shuttle or something. And then uh, the guy had cracked a joke and I didn't appreciate the joke. And I woke up and I was kind of angry at him. And so I kind of remembered that. 
but that it didn't seem spiritual as much. It seemed like I was out of body doing something. Can I ask about that? Yeah, you can ask about it, but what what's your take on it? I think that I was out of body and I was doing something and I don't know what I was doing and I kind of felt as though I was being used by this guy or whoever this guy was representing because he cracked some sort of a joke and I didn't like it. So I figured, wait a minute, I want to figure out what's going on here before I start doing stuff. And I couldn't what figure you, it out. But you're not being clear. It, it's not a clear picture. What were you supposed to be doing? I don't know. I, I have no idea. All I know is the, he was trying to arrange for me to get back into some sort of a shuttle or something. And we're, we were just running, racing, trying to get me back, I, I'm assuming, back into my body before I woke up. And he said something, something about, oh... Because I was talking to him, and I don't want to discuss what I was talking to him about, but uh, he cracked a joke saying, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you're not busy. It it, it basically gave me the impression that he was using me and that I was doing a lot of work or something in my sleep. And then right before I woke up, I kind of got that feeling like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And then I couldn't, nothing. I mean, I got nothing. So I have no idea what happened or what was going on. Or Well, I'm over my time right now. Um, oh. cause, <laughs> but what I will tell you is that um, I'm just waiting for Because I know I go out of my body a lot. Well, you, everybody goes out of their body when they sleep. Just part of that's just part of what happens. When but once you lay down to go to sleep, everybody, everybody goes out of the body, and right. that's why you can do dr- different kinds of dreaming, you know. And you know you can travel. That's what astral travel is all about. But right, but and, was and I being used by him? Or, I'm sorry, what was I, was I being used by him or some sort of group that he was representing? Or Bob, nobody uses you unless okay. you allow it. You okay. need to remember right. that, no matter who it is. No one, you okay. can, no one can use you without your permission. So, where the, so that's really important. And then the other piece is that the question that, what is the actual question about this particular dream? Because I we're not going to interpret dreams I wasn't for you all being the time. You have to interpret yourself. Right. I'm I just want to make certain I wasn't being manipulated or wasn't doing anything. Obviously, well, it was, what, seven years ago? Yeah. And there's been no consequence, right? Oh, no, but I don't know where I was or anything. Well, but that's the piece is sometimes dreams are just that. So it wasn't just a dream? No, hear hear what's being said. Okay, all right. Sometimes dreams are just dreams. Number one. Number two, all right, Again, if you have a deep question about what was going on, it's about asking your higher self. But with this particular situation, if in fact you felt that somebody was taking advantage of you, you needed to look in your in your everyday life to see where that emotion was coming from. Because it was trying to be cleared through a dream. So somewhere in your life at that time, you were feeling out of control. You were feeling like somebody was expecting more of you than you wanted to give. 
and you were and something was happening where you felt you were being used. And that's the way it manifested. Okay. So right. just consider that, think about that for that time period and know that you are always safe and you can always control what's going on. So at the time and what's nice about dreams is you can always wake up. Correct. <laughs> okay. Okay, Donna. Well, it was great talking to you. Good great to talking to you. you Thank you so much again. for calling in. Um, and do work on trying to get closer to your inner being, okay? And if you need some personal help with it, uh, you know, I'm happy to do that. Let's just call me and we'll set an appointment for a consultation, okay? Okay. All right, All right dear. All right, see you later, Donna. All right, you Bye. take care. Bye-bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're a little bit over, um, and I want to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for all their wonderful healing information. And with that, I close the records of the Akashic Wisdom Show by saying amen, amen, amen. The records are now closed. If you'll all join me in saying an amen. And the next time I'll be on the air will be on March 29th. So hope you all tune in, and it will be at 9 o'clock Eastern. And hope you have a wonderful week, a wonderful couple weeks. Feel free to email me your questions. And if, in fact, you want to contact me personally, it's 216-691-1233. Have a great one, everybody. Good night.